0: Hello, my name is Kendra, and welcome to my channel. I am a licensed midwife here in the state of Texas, and I talk about all things healthy, from eating right and physical exercise to the use of alternative medicines and remedies. Health is all-encompassing, which is why I'll also share a lot about mental health and healthy habits. Whether you're a health expert or you're just getting started on the journey to health and wellness, I hope to provide you with information to help you make the best choices for you and your family. So my midwifery journey started about eight years ago in 2012. I was getting ready to graduate high school and kind of trying to figure out what I was going to do (laughs) with the rest of my life. I had a couple ideas, anything from going to school to further my music education to opening a yarn store and starting my own business. And a few months before I graduated, my mom was talking about her mom, my grandma, going to school, possibly for midwifery. She's a registered nurse. For registered nurses, you can take an additional 18-month training and become a nurse midwife. So she had considered doing that, considered going into the obstetric field. My mom, who's an herbalist, that was kind of always her dream to become a midwife. I think it was half jokingly, half serious. was like, hey, why don't you go to school to become a midwife, and then we can have a generation of midwives i wanted nothing to do with that (laughs) my mom had home births and so i was always familiar with midwives i knew that that's how i wanted to deliver with a midwife if i one day had children but i never in a million years would have thought or liked to become a midwife myself so i blew her off and i was like no absolutely not like that's not for me that's you know for other people kudos to them and a couple months later Just the idea kept playing in my head and I kept thinking about it. And I think the main thing that I was thinking about was I kind of wanted to be a missionary at that time and had a heart for overseas missions in third world countries. I was just kind of thinking how midwifery is such a good tool to use to bring to those countries because depending on which country you go to, they can be really closed off or not really wanna accept foreigners or outsiders very readily. Birth is needed all around the world, midwives are needed all around the world. My thought was I could bring a tool like midwifery to a third world country. And because midwifery and birth and labor and pregnancy and bringing new life into the world is such an intimate time in a woman's life. If I was able to help during that time, then it would kind of give me a door into the community where I would be able to help more people than just the women that I was working with be a door to the gospel in that community. It just kind of became more and more appealing. And as I molded over in my head, I kind of saw the pros of why a midwife would be better in that situation than, say, a nurse or some other medical professions, because midwives are used to doing things outside of the hospital. So they're used to figuring things out and figuring out how to make the situation work safely as possible. It became more and more appealing to me as I got closer to graduation. The month before my graduation, it finally just clicked like this is what I want to do. I want to go to school. When's the next time I can sign up? So I was 17 at the time. The midwifery school didn't accept anybody younger than 18, so I had to wait till my 18th birthday in September. The next course would begin that next January, which was January of 2013. Never having seen a birth... I signed up for midwifery school with the belief that that was what the Lord was calling me to do and that he would provide for me throughout this whole journey and if it was what he wanted me to do, then I would be able to complete it. So I started school in 2013 and absolutely loved it. I love anatomy and physiology. And it was such a blessing because my last year of high school, I had taken anatomy and physiology as one of my preferred sciences. I had just taken A&P. And then by the time we got to A&P in my midwifery school, it was fresh on my mind. I had just reviewed it. So it was easier for me to go through than some of the other people in my class who hadn't done it in a while or who had never taken A&P. So it really did seem like the Lord was in it and really blessing my journey through school. How it works for midwifery school is typically in Texas, it's about a four-year program anywhere from three to five years. I went to the Association of Texas Midwives Midwifery Training School, and it's like a correspondence course. So you do the work, they send you the packet, you do the work online, most of it, do your assignments, your book reading, your academic portion. Every four to six months, they would have a workshop where all of the students from your class would meet together and kind of go over more hands-on skills, blood draws, blood pressures, skills training, things like that in person. And then they would also review the whole module and then have the big test there at the workshop. These were really great times for me. Like I really enjoyed the course and the program. It was just structured enough that i wasn't able to procrastinate a whole bunch but then it also allowed me to kind of work on the projects at my own pace and then i really loved getting to meet people at the workshop and build those midwifery relationships because to this day i still have those people on facebook and i can ask them questions even though they live in different cities it just formed good relationships from the start of my midwifery training it's about depending on if you take more time for some of the modules, three to five years for the academic portion. Two of those years need to be hands-on training under a preceptor. So you apprentice under another midwife where you get your clinical experience, your hands-on, your really day-to-day training. You attend prenatals, you attend postpartum visits, you attend the birth, You're trying to get the whole scope of midwifery. So everything from drawing labs, scheduling appointments, charting, then to your more clinical duties, blood pressures, blood draws, measuring the baby and checking on the baby. I was going through my training and I had apprenticed for a couple weeks, middle of 2013. The apprenticeship ended and I was looking for another apprenticeship, trying to find something that was in my area there wasn't really anything that was super close. We were kind of in a rural area at that time and there weren't a lot of midwives. I looked in surrounding areas and found a birth center in Corpus Christi. So I moved down to Corpus Christi in August of 2014 and began my apprenticeship there. I apprenticed there for two years. That's where I met my husband, (laughs) we got married I was able to grow as a midwife, learn the clinical skills I needed to practice and just gain all of that experience working with another midwife and kind of seeing it firsthand. So it's one thing to learn from the books, but it's a completely different thing to be there and to be able to have to make those split second decisions. You study these scenarios and you try and say, okay, this is what I would do in this scenario. But then when you're actually there and there are so many different other factors playing into your decision, you have to learn how to make those judgment calls. During my apprenticeship, there were so many babies that I attended their births and I counted them as observations. So that's just me seeing their births and just taking everything in. And then you have to have at least 20 births where you assist in some capacity. So that could be anything from charting to listening to the fetal heart tones, the baby's heartbeat during labor or different skills like that. And then I have to have at least a minimum of 20 primaries and what a primary is, is when. The student, under the supervision of another midwife, delivers the baby and is responsible for all aspects of care and shows that they can make those clinical decisions and they can perform those tasks to be a competent midwife and to take care of their client. The primary midwife is still in the room and observing and overseeing everything to make sure that the student does her job. But that's kind of where the student is starting to grow into their own midwife to be able to Put those skills into practice and prove that they are going to be a good midwife. During my training there, I had a couple opportunities that were incredible. I was able to visit a midwife in Tennessee for a couple of weeks and shadow her. I attended one birth with her, and she worked primarily with the Amish and Mennonite communities. So it was really cool to kind of see one, another midwife practice because different midwives practice slightly different, so it was neat to see how she practiced, and then neat to see midwifery in a different state, because different states have different laws and regulations on how midwives can practice. And then also cool to see a rural midwife working with the Amish and Mennonite communities. How you interact with your clients is going to vary depending on what type of clients you have, so it was really nice to be able to see a different type of clientele than I was normally used to and see how she handled those situations. And she was able to shape the care that she gave around her population. So her population got individualized attention and care. And that's one thing that I do like about midwifery is that there's a lot of flexibility in how we interact with a client so that it's appropriate for their certain cultures or certain backgrounds. I love that experience. And then I had another experience where I was able to go overseas to provide prenatal care in a third world setting. That was towards the end of my apprenticeship. And these are women that normally would not have seen anybody during their whole pregnancy and they would just show up at the hospital and have their baby with no prenatal care. I was able to provide a little bit of basic prenatal care to try and screen for some of the complications that would necessitate an early delivery or more medical attention. And that really opened my eyes to a completely different culture, a completely different situation. That's what I started midwifery for was to work in third world countries. So it was neat to kind of see that side of it too. I came back to the United States and when I came back, it was the end of 2016. And then the beginning of 2017, I got married to my wonderful husband. And that was the end of my apprenticeship. I took a year to study for my exam. And in May of 2018, I sat my NARM, which is the North American Registry of Midwives. It's a national exam that midwives take to get their certification. Now for myself in Texas, it's what we need to do to get our Texas license. So I took the exam and was able to get my Texas license because of that. I was super happy that I passed the first time because that was super stressful. I think it took me like four hours to complete the exam. It was a really long exam, but I'm super happy that I passed and was able to become a midwife. My husband and I had gotten married in 2017. And then at the beginning of 2018, we opened our home as a foster home. This kind of put my midwifery on hold. And part of the reason why it took a little while for me to take my NARM exam. And then also it was difficult to practice. We started with two infants I wasn't able to practice midwifery at that time. So after these infants were no longer with us, I started trying to find an outlet where I could stay in the loop with midwifery in some capacity. And there is a lovely midwife in our town that let me come and just observe her prenatal appointments. It was really nice getting to see yet another midwife's perspective and able to see how another midwife practiced. It was just such a blessing during that time because I wasn't able to practice really as a midwife, but it was nice to be able to stay in the loop with that. So I attended a few births with her, a few births with another midwife in our community, just tried to keep up my skills as much as possible and to stay up to date with all of my midwifery knowledge because you don't want to lose it. This year, my husband and I were talking about our future and the ending of one chapter and the starting of another chapter. So he was going to go to school for EMT and paramedic and then nursing school. So he just finished his EMT at the beginning of this year. So he's a licensed EMT. In order for him to go to paramedic school, he and I came up with the decision to move somewhere that I could practice midwifery. And then he could go to school. He could stay home with the kids. This year, we moved up to the Austin area. I am working at a birth center with a midwife, and then I will be finished with orientation hopefully around January and be able to take over one of the birth centers that she has and practice from that birth center and be able to serve the clients up in that birth center. She will focus mostly on her second birth center. I'm super excited to finally be able to use my midwifery skills It took years of schooling, so it's kind of frustrating when you spend years on something and aren't able to use it right away. But finally, the Lord has opened the door for me to be able to come back to midwifery, allowed my husband to stay home with the kids, and now we have two adopted kids and one more child that we're in the process of adopting. This is really the perfect situation where I don't feel the stress of needing to divide my attention. When I'm home, I'm able to be home with my children, and when I'm at work, I don't have to worry because they're home here with my husband. It's just been a really long journey these past seven years since I started school before I'm finally able to practice, but it is so worth it and I definitely would have done it all over again. I hope that you enjoyed hearing my story. If you have any more questions about my midwifery journey, I know some people have asked me, how do you become a midwife? What are the different paths to become a midwife? what is it like being a midwife and the on-call schedule and what does it demand from you as a person and you as your family. So if you have any questions like that, please hop over to my Instagram, Kendra Albright, and I will be more than happy to answer any questions that you have. Thanks for joining me.